While at the 2017 IndieWeb Summit, I sat down with some of the participants to ask, why did you get involved with the IndieWeb? My name is Ben Wordmuller. My website is word.io, W-E-R-D.io. I got involved in IndieWeb because my mother had a lung transplant. So I was in this recovery apartment with her and she was mostly sleeping. So I was sort of coding, but she was talking about how she really needed an online support group and she absolutely didn't want to talk about what she was going through on Facebook or on any of these online silos. Like she just didn't feel uh, safe. So while she was sleeping, I started to build this thing that I called Idno, that was originally going to be kind of a community platform that allowed you to run your own community on your own server on your own terms. And uh, that summer, four months after that transplant, I came to the, my first indie web camp here in Portland and, uh, and demoed it and had a really good time and really haven't looked back. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. All right. Hello and welcome to This Week in the IndieWeb Audio Edition for the week of July 29th through August 4th, 2017. This Week in the IndieWeb is a weekly digest of activities in the IndieWeb community at IndieWeb.org. It contains recent and upcoming events, posts from Indie News, and a summary of wiki edits. This Week in the IndieWeb is sent out on Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, with this audio edition appearing the following day. You can find the web edition of This Week in the IndieWeb, including all links and an archive of all past editions, at IndieWeb.org slash this-week. Events Homebrew Website Club is a bi-weekly meetup of people passionate about or interested in creating, improving, building, and designing their own website. Most meetings take place every other Wednesday from 6.30pm to 7.30pm, with an optional quiet writing hour from 5.30pm to 6.30pm beforehand. Portland's previously scheduled August 2nd Homebrew Website Club meetup was postponed for a week due to extreme temperatures in the city. The next regularly scheduled Homebrew Website Club meetup is August 9th with Brighton, London, Baltimore, Portland, and a virtual HWC at Central European Time confirmed so far. If you're an organizer, please remember to update the wiki with information about your venue, times, and how to RSVP. And remember, you can always find info about the next upcoming Homebrew Website Club meetups at IndieWeb.org next-hwc. Interested in starting a Homebrew Website Club in your city? It can be as simple as grabbing a friend and heading to your favorite coffee shop, bar, living room, or any other meeting place. You can find plenty of information about Homebrew Website Club, including tips for how to organize your own, at IndieWeb.org hwc. All IndieWeb events are volunteer-run, so if you are interested in helping organize, getting the word out, finding sponsors, and more, let us know in the chat at chat.indieweb.org. Here's a brief summary of posts collected this week by Indie News, a community-curated list of articles relevant to the IndieWeb. You can read more or submit posts of your own at news.indieweb.org. Ben Robertson at benjamingrobertson.com publish a post titled Humanizing the Web. In the piece, Robertson describes the types of content that he wants to see when he looks at silos like Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, noting that each disappoints because their algorithms are tuned to increase engagement. He lays out a roadmap to humanize his experience of the web with IndieWeb principles and tools, beginning by switching his content consumption from silos to RSS feeds.
And now, a selection of this week's updates from the IndieWeb Wiki at IndieWeb.org. Community and Concepts A new page has been created for Sticker, a type of photo reply that can be sent in various contexts such as replies on the Swarm Location Sharing Silo or in Facebook's Messenger app. As opposed to photo replies, stickers tend to be illustrations, and related stickers often come in bundled packs. The Remote Participation page has been updated with tips on gear for running IndieWeb events with remote participants. Organizers are encouraged to use wide-angled cameras to allow more local participants to be seen, as well as dedicated conference microphones which are designed to pick up sound from all sides with echo cancellation. The reply page has been updated with discussion about whether and how comments about other people's posts should be posted on one's own site. Links were added to a pair of posts which push back against the idea, citing a difficult reading experience when trying to read multiple or threaded replies. On the other hand, several examples were given of silos such as Tumblr and Twitter where this practice is the norm. Services and Organizations The Dropbox page has been updated with some quirks about the file hosting silo related to the ability to use it to host static web content. Previously, Dropbox allowed users to host web content by uploading HTML, CSS, and JavaScript files to their account. In October of 2016, Dropbox disabled this feature for users in the free tier. Users in the paid tiers can continue to host content in this way until September of this year. The Medium page has been updated with a link to a post by Fateh Arslan at arslan.io titled, Why I Left Medium and Moved Back to My Own Domain. In it, Arslan describes some of the limitations on how authors present their content and themselves on Medium, which led him to move his content to WordPress.com. IndieWeb Development The Recipe page has been updated with new examples of how to publish recipes with Microformats 2, as well as legacy Microformats markup that is compatible with sharing silos such as Pinterest and Paprika. The Comments page has been updated with discussion about how to show nested comments such as those created by reply chains with more than two participants. Example markup is shown, but it seems that more working examples from the IndieWeb community may be needed. And finally, the Accessibility page has been updated with a link to the Inclusive Components blog at inclusive-components.design. The blog, which attempts to serve as a pattern library, contains deeply detailed posts about common web components such as menus and toggle buttons, with a focus on making them functional for users of all abilities. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you for listening. This English version of This Week in the Indie Web Audio Edition was read and produced by Marty McGuire. If you have suggestions for improving this audio edition of the newsletter, please feel free to contact Marty in the Indie Web chat. This Week in the Indie Web and the Indie News services are provided by Aaron Parecki. Music for this episode included the tracks Day 85, Suit, Day 48, Glitch, Day 49, Floating, Day 9, and Day 11 of Aaron Parecki's 100 Days of Music Project. Find out more at 100.aaronparecki.com. Learn more about the IndieWeb at IndieWeb.org and join the discussion via Slack, IRC, or the web at chat.indieweb.org.